What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Welcome back after a very, very long break. Winter is here, motherfuckers. And I am your king in the West, King Dino Red, and I have with me my right hand, Lord Latone Hart. Uh, that's right. I'm down here in the neck hang, hanging out with, with all the bog monsters and the lizard lions. I'm I'm down here where everything is wet at. <laughs> and we gotta it's been a long night it's been a long night about two years since we've seen a new episode of game of thrones but coming up this weekend we get the finale the final season but before we go into the final season i guess we need to talk about what's led up to this final season. yes because it's been what eight years it's been eight seven years of it's been a lot of stuff that's happening so we're gonna just refresh here on pot of thrones here with king dino so let's start in season one. Welcome to Westeros, where there's no Negroes, but there's a big <laughs> ice wall. And the very first scene we get is two guys, three guys on a horse, opening the wall, heading out in the snow. And I said, damn, is this show in Minnesota? But no, they're just going out beyond the wall. And I guess they go out and make sure the wildlings aren't acting up. Is that what they do? The Night's Watch. Yes, that's primarily what they do at you know at this stage of in the game i think you know hundreds and hundreds of years earlier they helped defend against white walkers and all that but the white walkers hadn't been seen in thousands of years so it's basically yeah. the wildlings so at this point, and the wildlings don't have any weapons or any houses running water so i have no idea why they're picking on these people but <laughs> these two night watchmen come to a scene of a bunch of dead wildlings they're scared but what we find out is the White Walkers have returned because the White Walkers end up killing two of these guys and one of them runs away. Yes. All the way to Winterfell. All the way. This little piggy ran all the way home. He said, the hell with my vows. Uh, I didn't sign up for for ice zombies. I signed up to beat up wildlings and whatever. I'm going south. And that's where we meet the Starks of Winterfell. Yes, we do. We get we get our first meeting of Ned Stark, the father. We meet the, the sons, Rob and Bran. They're shooting arrows. We also meet the bastard, Jon Snow. And they all saddle up and go get this deserter because this guy deserted. And they have to punish him. And Ned tells Bran, the man who does the sentence, swings the swing sword. sword. That's right. So the guy gets the guy gets beheaded. <laughs> Bang, bang. And and everybody's like, 
because he told the truth. He said he saw the White Walkers, and it, and then everybody's like, the White Walkers are gone. Ain't nobody seen them in a long time. Yeah, actually, no differently. At, at this point in the story, most people think that the White Walkers are just like children's fairy tales. Half the people don't even think they yeah, ever existed. A, yeah, it's, it's it's fantasy. It's like yeah, White Walkers. It's just something you tell your kids. When you know, they yeah. need a bedtime story. You yeah. tell them, oh, you know, blah 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 blah. Like the boogeyman or Sasquatch or something. Yep. What also happens is, and a great bit of symbolism on the way back to Winterfell, Rob and Theon and John see a stag that killed the direwolf, which is foreshadowing for later in season one. But they find a bunch of pups, little direwolf pups. But what is it? Six of them. Uh, yes, there are six. Six direwolf pups. One for each of the Stark children and even an albino one for Jon Snow, the direwolf ghost. So that was symbolic because the stag is the Baratheon symbol and the direwolf is the Stark symbol. And they're both kind of dead and their pups are scattered, Yeah, that's, that's which is kind of what ends up happening. Yeah, that's a that's a good catch that's there. What? That's a good catch. I don't I don't think I've ever heard anybody mention that before, that the stag uh, killing direwolf and the symbolism behind that. And I, I actually, as many times as I've seen that. I think I missed that myself, so that's that's good. Yeah, basically telling you what's going to happen. We go back to Winterfell, and we find out John Aaron has died. The guy has two stones on his eyes, and John Aaron has died. John Aaron is the foster father of Robert Baratheon and Ned Stark, who are foster brothers and great war buddies. John Aaron has died, which means the king is coming to Winterfell. And dun, 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 dun. And King Robert comes to Winterfell. Right. Because John Aaron because John Aaron was the hand of the king, which is like the king's right hand man. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like yeah, the vice president or something like that. So John Aaron was Ned and Robert's foster father, but he was killed and Robert doesn't trust anyone other than Ned. You know, he trusts John and he trusts Ned. That's about it. So he comes to Winterfell, he brings he brings everybody from the King's Court up to Winterfell, and this is where we see everybody at once. This is where we get all the main characters. We meet Cersei Baratheon Lannister. We meet her twin brother, Jaime Lannister. We meet their little brother, Tyrion Lannister, who's found a brothel in Winterfell before he found before he met anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tyrion. We meet Joffrey looking like Justin Bieber. And we meet, you know, the the hound, you know, we meet everybody, Robert, we meet Ned, we meet Kat, we see, we see Rickon for the first time, we see all the Stark kids, we see Sansa, who falls instantly in love with Joffrey because she's been hearing stories about princesses and kings and princes her whole life. And we get all this, we meet everybody. These are, these are the main people that are going to create conflict. And the first thing Robert does when he gets off his horse is he wants to go to the crypts to see Ned's sister, who is in a grave, Liana, who is the catalyst for everything that is going on. Everything. Everything that is going on. Liana is Ned's dead sister, who Robert was engaged, even though she didn't love Robert. But that's another whole issue. And because she ended up disappearing with someone else, Robert and Ned started a rebellion with John Aaron. So they're down there talking about Liana and how, you know, she we would have been family, but we still have kids that can marry each other. And eventually, Robert convinces Ned to be the hand of the king and move to King's Landing. Right. Ned, 
who is the Lord of Winterfell and a northerner, doesn't like the South, doesn't want to go, but his wife urges him to go because of a letter she got from her sister who? saying that the Lannisters killed her husband. Who was? Lysa Aaron. Right. Go ahead. And I was going to say, who was? Lysa John? Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so now there's this conspiracy that, oh, the Lannisters killed John Aaron. Ned, you need to go to King's Landing. He's going to take Sansa and Arya with him so that they can, you know, learn how to be ladies. And all of a sudden we get a beautiful scene in the Tower of Twincess. That's right. Twins having sex. But little did they know, Bran is Spider-Man and he climbs those walls. Yes, he does. He climbs those walls and he catches Cersei Lannister and Jamie Lannister going full Pornhub on one another in the tower. Yep. Now, I never understood why Bran didn't just climb back down instead of, you know, looking scared like, hey, whatever. But Jamie catches it. Cersei's really worried that Robert's going to kill them if, if they find out. Not that anybody, people knew, that, that people know that they've been banging each other. Everybody, it's a rumor. People know they've been banging each other, but she's really worried that if Robert hears from Bran that they were, you know, doing something, that he's going to kill him. So yes. Jamie throws him out the window. Bang. And he hits his head. I always thought it was kind of cool. His, his dire wolf was down there like, run, run, run. <laughs> <laughs> when you go watch that scene, the direwolf is looking like, "What are you doing? Run!" He's like a natural, you know, dog got natural instinct, like move, get out of there. But Bran gets crippled. We end up on the other side of the world. We go to Esso, and it's a nice, warm day, and we see two other characters with blonde hair, and it looks like they're about to bang, but they're not. <laughs> what these are are the Targaryens, the last Targaryen, Viserys and Daenerys are talking about a wedding. And Viserys is looking at his sister like, yeah, you got a woman's body now. I want to hit that, but I'm going to sell you off to call Drago so I can get an arm. Yes. We meet, we meet Daenerys, and she's very young and supple and, 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 and everything else that you could want. <laughs> and then we meet Khal Drago, <laughs> who rides up on a horse, looks at her, rides off. Basically, in Dothraki, that is, I like her. I didn't kill her. I like her. So there's going to be a wedding. And there is a wedding. The barbarian called Drago gets married to Daenerys, who looks like she's 12. And this looks like a really scary, scary scene at a Catholic church between a priest and a boy. It looks like it's going to be real tricky. The, we meet the Dothraki, who are barbarians. They live on the grass. They live on horses. They don't have cities. They don't wear armor. They walk around bare-chested. They love to fight. They're just a warrior culture. And at the wedding, we meet Jorah, who's over in the corner crying because he can't be with Daenerys. Jorah Mormont, from the <laughs> north, we meet him too. And he's no he's always two steps behind Daenerys. He brings her some books from Westeros, and he says, hey, I'll, I'll be here to help you get your kingdom back. Because the whole reason Khal Drago and Daenerys were married was so that Viserys can try to get his kingdom back. Right? Right. And we meet Daenerys and Khal Drago, and that goes down. Meanwhile, while Jon Snow, who is Ned's bastard, allegedly, is ready to join the Night's Watch because he doesn't fit in in Winterfell. Cat Stark is, treats him very badly, and he wants to join the Night's Watch to be with his Uncle Benjen and the brothers of the Night's Watch. Now, the Night's Watch is a group of people, kind of like the military. They stay by the 500-foot ice wall that keeps the wildlings and the White Walkers away from the South. And they stand up there on a wall. They can't have sex. They can't do anything. All they can do is stare at snow all day and <laughs> fight wildlings. <laughs> Pretty much. But 
That's all they can do, and and hang out with dudes and eat bowls of brown. Well, they they sneak off the most. Oh, they is... they sneak off the most town and get some get some uh, some strange every now and then, but they're not supposed to. But they do that. Yeah, but I mean, who wants a mole hole? I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's desperate measures. Desperate times. <laughs> Brand, <laughs> Bran is still in a in a coma from being pushed out the window by the twin cess, and Cat decides to go to King's Landing to tell her husband Ned that um, who, who, didn't weren't they told that Tyrion was the one that someone tried to kill Bran? Yeah. Because someone, someone tried to kill Bran, right? A couple days. Well, I wouldn't say a couple days, but sometime after the fall, while he was still in coma, uh, the, uh, an assassin was sent to to kill him, and the assassin was given yeah. uh, a, a dagger, Valerian, that was made out of Valerian dagger. steel, yeah. which was very in a very yep. which is in a very expensive dagger and a very rare dagger. Someone only. Only somebody with yeah. with high privilege would have a, such a dagger. Valerian, anything, yeah, right. Valerian steel is usually for lords and kings and people like that. Yeah. So rumor is that Tyrion Lannister was the one that tried to have Bran killed. That that dagger belonged to Tyrion Lannister. So she, Catelyn, heads Winterfell to tell Ned that. Now we all know the Starks and the Lannisters hate each other. It, it is a age old feud. Hatfield and McCoys, they don't like each other. They don't give one another the benefit of the doubt. So her telling Ned this is going to cause problems <laughs> between the two families that have always had problems. Right. Then then on the way there, Catelyn comes across Tyrion and she captures in the Riverlands because Catelyn is originally a Tully. She is from the Riverlands and her and Tyrion end up in a bar together and she has her father's bannermen capture him and she takes him to the Vale. The Vale is where John Aaron is from and where Catelyn's sister Lysa. Right. And it's her sister is yes. is the now the, the Lord the, of the Vale now that her husband. Yeah, the Lady of the Vale. The Lady of the Vale, exactly. Yes. And we get to meet her sister who is offering high quality breast milk at about eight years too late to her son. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm hungry. Whip that titty out, mama. And then he looks like he's got teeth and molars. Like he could eat steak, but he's still on that breast milk. And he's actually the future lord of the veil, Robin yeah. Aaron. Yes. And he seems a little, he seems special. Something, something's not right with him. Special. Yeah, very, very, definitely challenged. Like he's kind of got a Kodak Black vibe. Something's going on with him. Yeah, he's he's definitely taking the, the, the short chariot to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we meet Bronn. Tyrion is in a in the sky cells, which are pretty cool. They have really cool cells in the veil. Like they just put you on a cliff, and it's cold, and you can't really sleep because you might roll down the hill. So it's it's really good torture, but it doesn't cost a lot. The overhead is really cheap. You know, I just put you outside on a slant. I mean, I don't really have to watch you a whole lot. Like, if you want to escape, you can go ahead and fall down and die. It's, it's up to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, this this creates tension between the Lannisters and the Starks. Earlier, when King Robert went to Winterfell, Jamie Lannister asked Ned, "Hey, we you know like to have a little spar. I can't wait till you come to King's Landing so we could we could fight a little bit. You know, train a little bit." And Ned said, "I don't." I don't fight in tournament because I don't like people to know what I can do in a real fight. 
But because Tyrion is captured, Jamie runs up on Ned in King's Landing with his whole posse, like, look, I want smoke. Yeah. You kidnapped my your wife kidnapped my brother. I want the smoke. And the fight goes down, and I hate that the fight was stopped because it looked like Ned was getting ready to give Jamie a little something, something. Because Ned had a Valerian steel sword, ice. Jamie didn't. Right. Because Ned has his ancestors. Yeah, and the fight was good. You know, Jamie is one of the better knights, but Ned is Ned was Ned was giving it to him. And then one of the Lannister men stabbed him in the leg, and Jamie was pretty mad about that. He got me. He's like, "Look, man, I wanted to, I wanted to beat him fair and square." Right. One on one. Yeah. Meanwhile, while all this is happening, Robert is trying to have Daenerys killed because Robert hates Targaryen because he feels like a Targaryen stole his fiance. He feels like what's what's his name? I can't remember the Targaryen. Rhaegar. He feels like Rhaegar Targaryen kidnapped Lyanna, his fiance, and that's what started the war. So he wants Daenerys dead. He heard that she's marrying. Call. He wants Viserys dead. And the person he has over there spying and watching is Jorah Mormount. Jorah Mormount is actually there to spy on the Targaryen. Right. Robert Robert and Ned have Robert and Ned have tension over this because Ned does not like Jorah because Jorah was was broke the law in the north and Ned was supposed to cut his head off and he fleed <laughs> to Essos. Yeah, he was uh, trading uh, slaves actually. Yeah, he was trading slaves because he was trying to buy a ring for a woman he loves. See, this dude is a sucker for luck. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of Drake in him. <laughs> he's a lot of Drake. I mean, there's a lot of in Jorah Mormont. He he's very soft. He's light skin. He's light skin. Yeah, he got he got that Dino Dino prop. He, he got that Dino. <laughs> he got blonde hair and pale skin. He's yeah yeah yeah. He got a lot of Drake in him. Sir friend zone. Yeah yeah. yeah. But Robert and Ned fall out, and Ned said he's going to leave. And Robert's like, fuck that. You ain't going nowhere. And Robert goes hunting. Because Robert said, I need to kill something to get my head straight. Tired of slapping Cersei around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, didn't really, we didn't really mention that Robert is always banging other ch- Yeah. <laughs> he's always banging he other He likes ch- his horse. He don't care. He gets drunk. Yeah, he don't care. He'd do it right in front of his wife. He don't care. <laughs> He's like he's that's like, oh, he's here, like that's the, what's the point of being king if you can't bang whoever you want? <laughs> that's the whole point. Yeah. So he he goes hunting and he dies. A boar kills him. Uh, you know, a boar. Mm-hmm. While all this is going on, Ned is discovering what John Aaron discovered. John Aaron, who died at the start, this was investigating into Robert's children. And he realized that almost all the Baratheon men have sons who have black hair. But right. the three children that are allegedly Roberts all have blonde hair and blue eyes. Joffrey, uh, Tommen, and Marcella are all blonde and blue-eyed. And like John the Lannisters. Aaron was looking for, yeah, like the Lannisters. And John Aaron went into town and was looking at all of Robert's bastards, all of his children that he had with all these prostitutes in town. And they all have black hair. Ned goes and finds some of the bastards, especially one Gendry, who looks very much like a Baratheon, and he sees what, what was going on. He he confronts Cersei about this, and Cersei's like, hmm, look, I don't know if you want to do this. I don't know if you want to tell Robert that you think those kids aren't his because, you know, this this ain't the North. When you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or die. She warned him straight up. I don't know. And he said, you know, Ned told Cersei, none of those kids are Robert. You know that. 
and Ned was stupid. He's playing fair. He's like, I'll give you time to get out of the city before I tell him. Right. Which was kind of dumb. Like, you know, you, you know, you either tell Robert, but you don't tell her what you're going to do. That's like, you know, playing chess and saying, I'm about to move my rook over here. You don't tell people what you're going to do. Right. We should. We should we Ned should. is an honor. Yeah. He was honorable to a fault, you know, to the point of. Yeah. his own detriment and to and to the point of uh being being naive and and stupid to to it to an extent yeah 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 you don't tell people what you're gonna do but he tried with Cersei and Robert dies which leaves everybody in turmoil and everybody's got to make a move and Cersei makes sure that Joffrey is is announced king right away but Ned tried to say that he was going to be protector of the realm until they found the real heir, whether it was Stannis, Robert's brother, or one of his real children. And Robert left instructions uh, for uh, for Ned to rule in his stead until uh, his heir was of age. Yep. And Cersei burnt him, ripped him up. <laughs> yeah. And said, Joffrey is your king, either kneel or whatever. Ned refuses to kneel, and he ends up captured and thrown in a dungeon because Littlefinger kind of betrayed him. He told him, you know, not to trust him. And when Ned was trying to take take the throne, Littlefinger kind of sided with Cersei and stabbed him. In yes, exactly. Now, interesting story is Littlefinger, whose name is Peter Baelish, his name is Littlefinger because his hand got partially cut by Ned's older brother, Bran Stark. So he's always had a little axe to grind versus the Stark. Not to mention that uh, Peter Baelish, a.k.a. Littlefinger, was, has always been in love with Catelyn Stark since uh, childhood, who yes. ended up marrying yep. uh, Ned Stark. Yep, so he has, he has a big issue with, with the Stark, especially the Stark men. So him, we didn't really know this much. I mean, we knew, but we didn't really know until, okay, this dude doesn't like the Starks at all. So all this becomes crazy. Ned tries to, you know, stay honorable. Like, I'm not going to beg for my life until, you know, they tell him, Varys says Sansa, you know, pleaded really hard for his life. Yeah, and they came so to they came to Ned and he, while he was in his cell, and they told him, well, mm -hmm. if you go ahead and... If you go ahead and, you know, back us up and this, that, and the other, we'll, not only will spare your life, but we will also, you know, spare the, the life of your children as well. Yes. And they offered him, they said, we'll let you take the black. You can go to Castle Black and take the, be with your brother and your bastard. You can live the rest of your life. So he, he, he thought that was the deal. And he goes on trial. But Joffrey started, you know, getting his Bieber on. Baby, baby, cut his head <laughs> off. That's what he said. He was like, nope, you know, I don't care what my mother says. These are women. But as long as I'm king, because he's feeling himself, I'm not going to tolerate any any treason. Cut his head off. And they take my man's sword and they cut his head off. Ned Stark dies in front of both of his daughters. Sansa standing right there and Arya in the crowd with her little sword like she was going to go up there and save him. <laughs> <laughs> and it and it is and it shocked everybody everybody yeah this creates a huge tidal wave because rob is so upset that he and the north decide to leave the seven kingdoms and rob becomes the king of the north and they start fighting killing people and rob stark ned stark's oldest son 
turns out to be a great battle general. He is winning all his battles. So much so that he even captures Jamie in a battle. <laughs> yes. Remember they catch the Rob becomes the king of the north and he's on his way to King's Landing. I don't know what was he gonna do? Was he gonna go to King's Landing and, and save his sister, right? Yes. And kill Joffrey. I don't I guess that's what he was doing. Well yeah, he was gonna he was going to uh to avenge his, his father, save his sisters and avenge his father. Meanwhile in the north, a zombie attacks the Lord Commander Mormont and Jon Snow and the wolf save him. And Lord Commander Mormont gives Jon Snow a Valerian steel sword called Longclaw mm-hmm. for saving his life, which is pretty important because Longclaw is still in the mix. Yes, Long, becomes- Longclaw yeah. it will, is their family uh, sword, just like uh, Ned Stark had. What was right? Was yeah, he gave was. It, he gave it to yeah. John Stark yeah. because Jorah Mormont, the one over and uh, and Essos, who was serving uh, Daenerys Targaryen, King Robert. Yeah. No. Well, I'm saying that. Uh, well, that... he he kind of he kind of shame he Mormont Jorah kind of shame the family, so he can't be the lord of Bear Island. Right. He's basically an exile. He's he's an exile. Right. Which is why he and doesn't he get the, the family. Which is why he doesn't get the sword, and he goes to Jon Snow. Yeah. Yeah. So Jon Snow gets that, and he and Lord Mormont actually ends up making him his steward because he sees that Jon can be a great leader. So John wanted to be a ranger like Benjamin, but he ends up being, what does he end up being? A, a steward? Steward. Yes, yeah, his personal steward. The Lord Commander's personal yeah. steward. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he thought he was going to have to bring his food and change his, his toilet bowl. But no, he, he you're going to be in the room. You're going to learn how to command. Yeah. But he did have to do all that other shit, too. Learn. <laughs> <laughs> and they go. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. He gets long claw, and, and that's kind of cool. Meanwhile, on the other side of the world, Drago falls madly in love with Daenerys because she show, she learns how to ride that, that, that horse. She learns how to ride that stallion because he's used to doing it, you know, doggy style. But, but she shows him the Targaryen twist. And slowly <laughs> but surely, my man called Drago falls in love with Daenerys. And. Yeah, she put it on him. Closer, and they get this. Yeah, she did the Targaryen twist. No, that's that fire, fire and blood. That's that 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 hot shit. Mm-hmm. All of this time, this is really upsetting Daenerys's brother Viserys, who thinks he's the rightful king of Westeros. And Daenerys is getting more respect and more love, and they're starting to give her props, and they're not giving him anything. They're dissing him because the Dothraki only respect strength. They don't give a fuck about your name, your title, your clothes. Right. All they respect is if if you, can you whoop my ass. That's all they care about. <laughs> they don't care. And Viserys is very whiny and he's wimpy and and he's kind of a he's kind of he's he's, he's full bitch mode. Yeah, he's bitch made. He's bitch made and he's weak and he's also kind of crazy. Probably as a result of the incest. That's my theory. Yeah. But but where where he overstepped his boundaries is he didn't realize called Drago fell in love with his sister because because of that hot thing. (laughs) When he came in there talking crazy to Daenerys one night, her husband, Drago, was like, no, no, you're not going to talk to my wife crazy. I'm going to give you your crown. I'm going to give you your crown. And he melted some gold in what must have been the hottest pot that ever lived. He melted gold chains and poured the hot melted gold all over the top of his head. Yeah. And I'm sure that melt, melted his brain instantly, and he hit the ground, clink, 
really fast. Yes. And his sister so replies that, one of the great- that he was not a real dragon, because if he was a real dragon, he would not have <laughs> burned. Yes, he was no dragon. And he used to always like to say, you don't want to wake the dragon. <laughs> he was like, he was no dragon. He was no dragon. A real dragon doesn't feel fire. And after this, Drago really goes crazy. He's like, oh, I'm going because he's pussy whooped now. He's like, oh, I'm going to get on these boats and I'm going to go across the narrow sea and I'm going to rape all the people and kill everybody and get my wife her throne back. And the dog dragon like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going crazy. They're ready to do it. And one of them, one of the Dothraki blood riders is like, man, we ain't doing that shit. We're not going over there. And fuck your wife. <laughs> and they get into a member, he said. Yeah. And so basically he challenged him. And Khal Drago fights him without his sword. He said, I'm going to pull your tongue through the neck. But in the fight, he gets a flesh wound. And since these are tough guys, he's like, oh, I ain't worried about it. Leave the flesh wound alone. But that flesh wound festers it's and infected. infecting him and, you know, an infection back then with no penicillin and no, you know, antibacterial is, could be deadly. Yeah. yeah. No, and no yeah, antibiotics. He gets infected. And eventually he is comatose. And one of one of the witches that they kidnap offers Danny a solution to to bring him back to life, which was a trick. Yes. It, it didn't really work because Danny was pregnant. Daenerys was pregnant with Khal Drago's baby, and she had to kill the baby to bring Khal Drago back to life. But Drago wasn't alive. He's a vegetable. He was alive, but he was like a, he was a vegetable. Yeah, he was a vegetable. So basically, you know, the witch gets tied up. Danny's gonna kill her because he betrayed her, and we, Drago dies, and they're gonna burn him. But Daenerys decides to go in the fire with all three of them with the other with Drago and the lady. She also takes her dragon eggs that she was given on her wedding night. She got three dragon eggs from from a shy. I was watching it the other day. Those dragon eggs came from a shy. We haven't been to a shy, but a shy is supposed to be this real dark mystical place and what they had three dragon eggs over there that were supposedly two hundred to three hundred years old. These are old dragon eggs. They never hatched and they gave them to her as a present. She goes in the fire the lady, the witch burns up who betrayed her and told her she'd bring Drago back to life. Of course, Drago dies. He burns up. And all we see... Which time about? You ain't gonna hear me scream. Daenerys said, I'm gonna hear, I'm gonna hear you scream today, bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna stand next to you in the fire, bitch, with, with some chips and watch you scream. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And she sure did scream, too. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that fire. <laughs> and, we, and we cut to the morning and we see the, the fire pop tires bouldering and all we see is a naked Aryan Caucasian woman <laughs> cracking all right. she stands up rising up from the ashes unburnt and it looks like she has roaches on or something <laughs> what is it is that an iguana no somehow the three dragon eggs hatched in the fire and they're on her shoulder and oh shit this is a game changer yeah so, so we start season one seeing the White Walker, and we end season one seeing Dragon. Two things that have not existed in Westeros for years. Hundreds and hundreds of years. Yes, which is very interesting. What what did you feel about When I saw season one the first time, I was just in shock about Ned dying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was really just... The... That, that, uh, that shocked the hell out of me, but then that also let me know what kind of show that this was because it's not every day 
that a show will kill a character of that caliber, you know, at that point in the story. Like, you don't see that every day. And when you see that, that's a good sign. That's a good sign that they're not going to be uh, copying out and and taking shortcuts and, and, and playing to the these tropes and stereotypes and, and these little all these little trendy things, whatever. That is all about the story, that the story is the king. Yeah. And when the story is the king, that's good for everybody. Yeah. You usually don't see the protagonist die. But we were like, whoa. Yeah. And not I remember, just. I remember after that episode, after that episode, I couldn't go to sleep. I was like, "Did that shit really happen?" <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, did did I, I? I honestly, to God, I thought did I thought my HBO glitched. Like, <laughs> so I, something, something because they cut it so cool. Like it's like, and then they you don't, you just see the birds up in the air and i was like something happened i'm something, I, that didn't just happen yeah i was literally in denial like denial that that just happened and not only did they kill him but the way they could because if they're going to kill a major character like that a good guy then typically he's going to die saving somebody it's going to be something heroic it's going to be something you know, uh, very, very outstanding, you know, very, but no, he, he lost. He got his ass whooped. He got played. He got played, thrown in jail, and then got his fucking head chopped off in front of his daughters. Yeah. Where they the do that at? King's Landing. Where they do that the at? Crowd at? The crowd in King's Landing are such assholes. <laughs> they're cheering. Anything bad that's going on, they're cheering. Yeah, cut his head off. Yeah, yeah. Throw rocks like they, they like I. They're just assholes, and and I, like I remember Arya was looking around like, what, what the fuck? What did my dad do to y'all? Like, why are y'all cheering? Right. <laughs> why are y'all cheering? You know, Arya ends up cutting her hair off at the end of season one and trying to head north to the wall to get back home to escape King's Landing. But Sansa stuck there. Season two begins the War of the Five Kings. Robert's death. Everybody wants a piece of the throne. Robert's two brothers, Stannis and Renly, both want the throne. Stannis feels like because he's Robert's next brother, next in line, he deserves a throne. Renly, who is very sweet, feels <laughs> like he should get the throne because nobody likes Stannis. And Stannis is not a likable person, but that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I never, that's one thing. That's one, would be next. Yeah, that's one thing I never liked is that Renly had like the weakest claim to the throne ever. Like, like I had more right to the fucking throne in Westeros than Renly did. And it, Renly, but Renly had connections because he ended up marrying Marjorie Tyrell. Yeah, this is the first time we meet the Tyrells, for one of the wealthiest families in Westeros because they provide all the food. They are from the Reach, which is in the south. They have all the farms, all the fruits, all the grapes. Highgarden. Lots of gold. So Aren't... we meet Marjorie Highgarden. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, not which the Reach. What she Highgarden. screams when she climaxes. Highgarden. <laughs> <laughs> and Renly marries Marjorie Tyrells, and they have a big army, too. And he feels like since he has this big army and he married Marjorie, that he has a rightful claim. Now, he marries Marjorie, a beautiful woman. But he really wants Loris, who is her brother, and he is 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 a, is a pretty man. And Renly and Loris are lovers. Yes, secret lovers. They are, they are boy. They are boy on boy lovers. Yes, they are. 
but Renly marries Marjorie. Stannis has a witch who is burning up everything and telling the world that he is the Lord of Light and the Chosen One, and he has a, a flaming sword. <laughs> and these two are going back and forth about who should be king. Rob thinks he should be king. So it's Renly, Stannis, Rob, who else? I think Balon Greyjoy, but we won't even talk about him yet, thinks he should be king too. Mm-hmm. Tyrion is named the Hand of the King, and he is supposed to go to King's Landing and fix up Joffrey because Joffrey is acting an ass, and he is. And Tyrion is one of the only people who checks Joffrey and does not care. Nope. He gives no fucks. Pimp slap Joffrey in a minute. He tells Joffrey that, you know, he, he, he really is not afraid of Joffrey. Everybody else is kind of afraid of Joffrey. The only people that aren't afraid of King Joffrey is Tyrion and Tywin. They like, man, he's a kid. Yeah, his his mom. Rob continues. His his mom and uncle aren't afraid of him either, but they just let him run amok. I don't think Jamie cares. Yeah, <laughs> Jamie doesn't. Jamie's Jamie doesn't care, but his mother is a little. You know, she kind of knows she creates a monster. Cersei can tell. Like I kind of, I'm losing control of him. Yeah. Once he become once he get become king, I'm like, I'm losing. You know, he's got power now. I kind of messed up. Rob is still winning battles, and and definitely has people worried that he's coming. To King's Landing, uh, Stannis is having sex with his priest. And, I mean, his little witch, <laughs> and they have a beautiful, beautiful smoke child, dark skinned shadow, shadow baby <laughs> that kills his brother Renly. That's right. We, we he's got to get rid of Renly. He offered Renly a chance to join him or or basically die, and it came true because somehow Melisandre has some type of magic. Ut- uh, ovaries that create <laughs> shadow babies that kill people. <laughs> she even went to a cave and had the baby alone. Well, no, Davos. No, the Onion Knight was there. Davos. Yeah, Davos. And he was looking like, what the... <laughs> like, she didn't dilate. She didn't need no water. She just uh, uh, pushed it out. You know, she didn't need nothing. That was, that was a crazy scene. I remember watching that thinking, like, this show is taking a little twist this 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 show has gotten a little weird (laughs) yeah they get out there sometimes yeah now renly gets killed by the shadow baby we meet brienne of tarth who saw the shadow baby kill renly and and she told catelyn stark what she saw and everybody thought she was crazy yeah and she kept saying that the 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 shadow had the face of stannis yeah, everybody's like, yeah. Only person that kind of listened to her was Catelyn. She promised Catelyn that she would get her daughters back to Winterfell, and she pledged the oath. Now we meet Brienne. They call her Brienne the Beauty. We thought she was a man at first because she's a very large one, and she's one of the only female knights we meet in Westeros. Yeah, she's a big bitch. She's technically not a knight, but she she can get down with the best of them. Is she not a knight? She hasn't been... No, she, yeah, she's, she's not a knight. No, she's not a knight. She was never. She had never been knighted. She was a member of the King's Guard. She was a member of Renly's King King's Guard. Right. She's never. Yeah, yeah. So she's kind of a knight. I mean, she's a knight basically in practice, but not in title. Right. And we meet her, and she's she's people love her. She's a hell of a fighter. She is a hell of a fighter. Arya is still traveling north with Robert's bastard son Renly and Hot Pie. Who's the greatest character in Westeros? <laughs> Hot Pie <laughs> is the man. He makes cakes. He makes breads. He makes bread he's shaped like dire wolves. <laughs> he, he, he's a little, 
stubby fucker, <laughs> and, and he knows how to manipulate yeast. And they are on their way north when they get kidnapped and end up going to Heron Hall, where they meet Tywin Lannister. And they're torturing everybody in Heron Hall because they're having war plans, trying to figure out how to defeat Rob Stark. Rob Stark has everybody on notice because he's whooping everybody's ass. Giving he's them winning fits. all these battles. Giving them fits. He's winning all these he's winning all these battles. He negotiates a deal with Walter Frey to cross the twins. A deal which his mother told him, hmm, I don't know if you want to make that deal. But he's making that deal and he's crossing the twins and the Riverlands, which means he's close to King's Landing. Well, well let's tell him what the deal was. That he would marry Walter Frey, one of Walter Frey. Walter Frey got a lot of kids. A lot of kids. Marry one of Walter Frey's daughters. And and the majority of Walter Frey's daughters are ugly, and it's well it's a well known fact that they're all ugly. He's got lots of them, and they're all ugly, yeah. and they're all unmarried because they're all ugly. Yes, and and what Rob didn't realize, which he I would have wish I wish I would have been there. I would have told him that ugly women perform better in bed because they don't have anything <laughs> else to rely on. Yeah, pretty well, women, they just think I'm a gift because I'm pretty. But an ugly woman, that's the woman that'll keep you warm in the North. The North should remember that, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so Arya and her crew, they're in Heron Hall. They they meet Jack and Hadar in a cage <laughs> with a bunch of they're all everybody's going to the wall. Yeah. Because killers, murderers, they're all going to the wall, but they all end up at Heron Hall because uh, that guy got attacked. They got attacked by Lannister soldiers, and they all got pulled to Heron Hall. So she meets Jagan Hadar. He basically promises her that since she said Arya saves his life because there was a fire, and he says, "Well, you saved my life, so I'll I'll kill three people." Right. And that's kind of how she, how she escapes from Heron Hall because he kills the three people, and her Hot Pie and Gendry escape. But not before he shows her a trick. He changes his face and tells her Valar Margulis and, you know, come see, you know, come to Essel and I, we, we could talk more someday. And she's pretty intrigued. Arya, I can tell Arya's like, hey, I want to I wanna learn how to do that face. Right. And I want to learn how to kill kill people because, you know, I want to kill Cersei. And I want to kill, she wants, she already wants, she has this list in her head already of people who betrayed her and her father and her sister and these people she wants to kill. Right. And this, this Jagan Hadar guy is showing her a path to get her goals done. And she's looking pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. While Rob is dominating, while Rob is dominating these battles in the North, he decides to send his stepbrother or Theon back home to the Iron Island to see if he can get the support of the Ironborn. His mother tells him it's not a good idea. But Rob trusts Theon because they kind of grown up together. Theon Greyjoy has lived with the Starks since he was like eight years old because he was basically a captive to keep his father from rebelling against the crown. Anymore. Yes. His father rebelled against the crown. They smashed the rebellion and they took his son as a hostage and said, look, nothing will happen to him as long as you don't rebel again. So Theon Greyjoy has grown up with the Starks and him and Rob are very close. They're very close. And Rob sends him home to the Iron Islands to see if, you know, he can get the pirates, because they're pirates, basically, to join Rob in taking King's Landing. Yes. But we don't know much about the Ironborn until Theon goes home. And we realize the Ironborn really don't care about shit, but but being pirates yep. and taking people's shit. They and, don't want to follow nobody. And raping. <laughs> they love to rape. Yep. Pillaging. Yeah. Yeah, you know, taking people's women, you know, and 
and Theon goes home with all this gold on, and they look at him like he like, did you pay the iron price or the gold price? And he was like, the gold price, and I take that. You know, they don't respect money. They don't yeah. respect taking stuff by force. And That's they the iron price. They talk a lot of shit, like they all of that, and they like they have great fighters in them. But they, out of all the places we visited in in the Game of Thrones and Westeros and Essos combined, and all the different uh, fighting and military men that we've seen and all the different warriors and I would put the ironborn at the bottom of that list of all the people, but they talk the most shit. Like they the baddest, but they are whack. They can't do shit. They can do a little, a little something. They they could do a little something in the water, a little something in the water, but you take them out the water. They not worth shit. Well, Victorian is not in the TV show, so we're not going to talk about him, but Euron, a combined character, they're they, basically you're right. It, they're pirates on the sea. They're they're tough as fuck. Yeah. They ain't shit on land. No, they not shit on they land. Ain't shit on land. Nope. But if you have to fight them on a on a boat, so they're I mean they're definitely assets. If if you're gonna fight a war, and you know sometimes a naval battle is just as important as a land battle. You want the great joys, but the great joys aren't. They're not compliant with anyone. They're constantly rebels. They they don't. They don't. They don't. Fo- they only follow their own. <laughs> That's basically it. And so when Theon goes home, he he's torn. He's torn. Like I grew up in Winterfell, and Rob is my friend, and these people raised me and treated me well. But I'm Ironborn, and he feels like he has to prove something to his Ironborn people. So he tries to capture Winterfell. Right. And he actually does capture Winterfell. Right. And says, you know, but the problem, like Dino said. These people don't know how to keep castles or land. It's not their strength. Their strength is hit and run. Hit and run. Yep. Hit it so and quit it. Trying to keep the castle doesn't work. Yep. He tries to keep Winterfell and allegedly kills Bran and Rickon and calls himself the Prince of Winterfell. Some stupid shit. And the Ironborn people end up betraying <laughs> him and hitting him in the back of the head. <laughs> They're like, man, shut up. <laughs> but he does. He does successfully killed some people in Winterfell that raised them. I think he kills the maester and somebody else, but Theon's basically a screw up. He's, he doesn't know who he is. He's, he is ironborn, but he's really more of a Stark and he's fighting who he is. Bran, Hodor, Rickon and Osha sneak away and they head North with those two other people, Mira and Jojen Reed. Yes. So they didn't really get killed. Theon is telling people he killed him, but Bran can't walk. Hodor is just dragging him. And Jojen Reed is having visions that we need to go see the Three-Eyed Raven somewhere up north. And so they they head north towards the wall. Off to see the wizard. Escape. Yeah, off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of trees. <laughs> After Khal Drago dies and the dragons are hatched, Daenerys is basically in exile because most of the Blood Riders aren't going to follow a woman. And she's just walking in the desert. And she doesn't have any water. She's looking dry. She needs shea butter, and <laughs> it looks like it looks. She all ashy. It, 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 it looks it looks it looks bad for Daenerys and the four or five people that are still with her. They're hungry. They Until eating they their horses. Reach, yeah, they eating horse jerky. That's everything is messed up. It's, but they finally come to the greatest city on earth, Quark. This big, huge gates, and you know they just say, "Hey, can we get some water?" We come in, and they don't want to let him in. Mm-mm. Remember? Yep. I'm like fuck that. Quartz you can't is a really come in. Pretty city, and 
But of course, a brother, Captain Save a Ho. He's like, <laughs> I'll vouch for him. Yep. And I forget his Zaxon, 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 whatever. His yeah, that's, mm-hmm. his name is Zaxo something. He he lets him in. He vouches for him and lets him in the Quartz. And Quartz is beautiful. They got apples, pears. They got they got music. They got festivals. They got vampires. They got all kinds of stuff. And it's like in the middle of the desert, but it's beautiful inside. I'm, yeah, I was wondering like where do they get all their 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 stuff. Yeah, they got silk. They got all kinds. They got. You know, beds. They got air mattresses. They got everything you could want. Magicians. Yeah, magicians. They got it all. They got the circus. <laughs> and the brother, the brother wants to marry Daenerys. He's like, you know, I'll marry you. And then he he he's he's spitting that game. You know, mm-hmm. he wants that thing. Mm-hmm. Spitting that game. You know, yep. I'll marry you, and then I'll use my my big money to buy you an army to take back your crown. And Daenerys, you know, she believes the hype. She believes it, but. It's all game. And one morning, while she's in Quark, she wakes up and all her dragons are on all three of them. Where the hell did my dragons go? Well, the warlocks stole the dragons. The warlocks want the dragons, and Zaxos is full of shit. He don't have any money anyway. And Daenerys is captured in a basement. And she, well, no, she doesn't get captured. She goes looking for her dragons right. at the warlocks' house. Yes. What, what was their house called? I can't remember. They had a weird name. Yeah. I can't remember. The, the House of Many... She goes looking for Falk. What? Yeah. I can't remember. Say that again? I can't remember. Is the, ho- the House of Many many Mirrors or Many Faces or Many... No. I, something like yeah, that. Yeah, some, some, something crazy like that. But she goes in there and there's, there's mirrors and stuff like that. And, and she can't tell what the hell is going on. And she ends up seeing Vision. And then she ends up tied up next to her dragons. But up until this point... The dragons haven't done much, but cry. We haven't seen the dragons do anything, you know? They kind of sit on Daenerys' shoulders and cry and scream. But up until Daenerys is trapped with those chains, because they said, the warlocks, we're going to keep you here forever. And she's like, no, you're not. And she says a word that we've never heard before. Remember what that word is, Dino? House of the Undying. House of the Undying. Google is your... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now what what, what was the other question that you asked me? What was the word that she says that we had never heard up until now? Went to her dragons. Dracaris. Dracaris, which means fire. And the little baby dragons look and say, oh, okay, bitch. And they go, and they, all three of them, shoot fire for the first time. And they burn the warlocks and the house of undying down. Well, actually, they did, she did, we, see, they, we did see that one, one prior to that, we saw her with her one of her handmaidens practicing with the her, her baby dragons she was giving them food and she was saying oh. dracaris and they were breathing fire and burning up the food yeah but they didn't have they didn't they it wasn't strong they were like doing no like, yeah yeah it was like little smoke signals yeah so we realized oh this is a game changer these dragons this is like nuclear weapons she has and they haven't even they're not even grown yet they're babies so if they can do this at babies we we know that in the future, they're gonna be a problem. She's she's got to be dealt with. Meanwhile, up in the north, Lord Mormont and the rest of the Night's Watch decide to go ranging because John's uncle Benjamin has disappeared. So they decide to go north of the Wall to see what's going on with the Wildling. They don't really believe the White Walker talk yet, so they go north to see what's going on with the Wildling. But before they can find Benjamin, they end up at a house of a man who is pimping hard. His name is Craster. Mm-hmm. And 
Craster is making White Walker babies because he's got daughters and he's banging all of his daughters every single night. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, when his daughters have a baby, if it's a girl, they stay. That's his future bitch. But if it's a boy, they go out in the forest and the White Walkers. Yep. This is weird. We're like, what? Well, what type of deal is this? And I think that's that's the reason he's so safe and up there beyond the wall. That is he the reason. Worry about being attacked. That is the reason. Because he knows. Yeah. That's definitely. But the he's reason. he's an asshole. He doesn't like John. He says he's too pretty. I think he he wanted to smash John. He's like he's pretty as my daughter's. He was looking at John like I might want to get some of this this Renly on with you. Like he was acting a little weird. <laughs> yeah, he's jealous of anybody he thought that his daughters might be interested in. <laughs> and John was too pretty. He yeah, made him yeah. nervous. Yeah, he was worried, man. You're gonna take one of my one of my daughter hoes. Like, I can't have this. But Craster, we don't care about. We see him give his babies. John sees it. We all see it. And the rest of the Night's Watch, they end up trying to go to the fist of the first man, which is a strategic point in the north. They're trying to go to the fist. And we meet another ranger, Corrin Halfhand, who used to be with Benjamin, but he doesn't know what happened to Benjamin. And they hatch up a plan to make John seem like he can join the Wildlings and find out what's going on with Mance Raider. We hear the name Mance Raider. Mance Raider is allegedly the leader of all the Wildlings. And the Night Watch wants to infiltrate with Mance Raider to find out what the Wildlings have planned. Yes. So John John gets kidnapped along with Corrin half hand and they devise a plan Corrin's like you gotta kill me so they think you joined that and John kills Corrin and the wildlings take him to Mance because they think hey this guy says he doesn't want to be in Night's Watch he wants to join us while all this is happening the other Night Watch men go to the fist of the first men and they're attacked by the army of the undead a bunch of zombies and white walkers attack them and they lose a lot of people but most of them run but sam who's john's little friend is too fat to run and he just kind of falls on the ground and stands there and we get our first up close view of a white walker on a dead horse yeah who holds a spear and says onward so now we know that the white walkers are marching and coming further south and that is the end of season two but what I absolutely forgot about season two is the Battle of the Blackwater. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a, a how a important. Did I forget that? <laughs> and I let so you. That is not the end of season. <laughs> that is not the end of season two. I'm sorry. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, <laughs> Stannis, who's already killed his brother, is trying to get his rightful throne, and he is headed into King's Landing to get it. Right. Cersei is scared, drinking wine in the basement. Telling, telling Sansa that they're all going to get raped. Yeah, all the women are hiding you know, out in the it, basement. Just, yeah, they're hiding in the basement. But Tyrion, who's the hand of the king, has been devising a plan this whole time to use wildfire. Wildfire in the Blackwater Bay. Now, explain to them what wildfire is. Wildfire is basically a medieval napalm. Yes, it's fire. It's it, and it's liquid, but it, it explodes, and it's like it burns on water. It's t- burns anywhere. It, it it it's basically referenced as Greek fire, which is something that used to be pretty potent that they don't use anymore. Back in the medieval times, Greek fire. So Tyrion fills the Blackwater Bay, which is the bay that leads up to King's Landing, full of full of wildfire. And when Stannis and his ships come to take King's Landing, 
Braun lights the fire and it destroys most of their fleet and most of their ships. And Stannis is not able to take King's Landing. He has to retreat. And he is very upset about that. He did not. And Tyrion is the hero of the city, but nobody knows it. And Tyrion gets betrayed and Sir Marin Trent tries to kill him. By Joffrey's orders. By Joffrey's orders, but Podrick protects him and he just gets a really ugly gash across his face. But Stannis runs away and that is the end of season two. We forgot about the Battle of the Blackwaters, like the biggest moment of season two. Yes, indeed. And that's kind of when we saw that, oh, this show has some budget because that explosion, that whole episode of the Battle of Blackwater Bay was, was movie quality. Yeah, it was pretty oh, epic. They're making some money on this show. Epic. And what did you take away from season two? Well, uh, like you already said, you know, the, the, the we saw it. Every, it was epic. You know, there was uh, big budgets, big battles. Uh, the writing was still, cont- the story and the writing and everything was still uh, like unparalleled. So uh, we just saw more greatness, you know, and just just falling deeper and deeper in love with the show, really. Yeah. And we met we met some new families. We met. Yes. We met the, the Terrells from from uh, the Reach. We met we met the Greyjoys. We met the Freys. Right. We because we, we, this world is this world is really big. So we keep meeting more and more, more family. So I just remember that from season two. I remember, you know, we, we learned about a new religion. There seems to be a million religions in Westeros. There's the old gods where you can talk to the trees. And the, 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 red, seven. the Red Wedding you know, is in what chapter in, in, in uh, season three? That's season three. Okay. I just want to make sure we didn't miss another big one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I just didn't scroll down on my notes. That's what happened. That's how right. Black Did John get married in season then we, three we, or two? John, no. It, I mean, not John. I mean, Rob. It. Rob. Did Rob get married in season two or Rob three? Gets, Rob gets. Rob gets married in season three. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. So yeah, we we got everything. So. Season. So that's so we can do season three and season four tomorrow. Okay, everybody. So uh, that's it for now. But uh, look for another episode. And a day or two. Yes, we are recapping. We are recapping Game of Thrones to get you ready for the final six episodes, the conclusion of what is going to happen. That's right. Based on these events. So the uh, we'll probably be coming out with an episode every day or every other day until we uh, cover all seven uh, seasons, and then our first our, the, the, our first episode of the of the season eight will probably drop. Uh, did we say we we're going to do on Monday nights or Tuesday? Yes. Okay, so Monday get nights. Get ready. So Monday Stay, nights. Pay attention to the Red Rock Podcast Network. All right. So until next time, this is uh, King Dino Red in in the West. And Lord Latone. And Lord Latone down, down in, the in the South. That's see. right. Riding this lizard line all the way to the end. We'll see you next time. Network.